This is the Physical Activity Researcher Podcast, a podcast for researchers of sedentary behavior, physical activity, and sports. Join for a relaxed dialogue about research design, practicalities, and, well, anything related to research. Learn from your fellow researchers useful and relevant information that does not fit into formal content and limited space of scientific publications. And here is your host, researcher and entrepreneur, Ollie Tikkanen. Welcome, everyone. In this episode with our guest, we are going to talk about digital intervention in rehabilitation after disease or surgery. And we have we have a great guest for this episode. Our guest is working as an associate professor at the Amsterdam UMC in the Department of Public and Occupational Health. His work is focused on health effects of work and socioeconomic health inequalities. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest, Dr. Peter Koenen. Welcome, Peter, again. Thank you very much. Yeah, so you have, in in addition to occupational uh, physical activity, you have also developed some rehabilitation interventions. Could you tell more about those? Yeah, so um, um, I think uh, a lot of my work is on uh, on 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 work and on what what's what sort of work situations are healthy and unhealthy and what we can do about that to uh, to make people uh, uh, work in a healthy way but uh, what i also find very interesting is looking at people with certain uh, diseases or with certain disabilities uh, and about how we can help them to uh, yeah to First of all, work, but also work in a in a in a good and uh, and healthy way. Um, and uh, yeah, what we're actually doing in our in our group is uh, is we're working on uh, on quite some different uh, uh, interventions. Uh, and what is probably most interesting for uh, for listeners of this uh, of this podcast is uh, one of the interventions we do uh, for people who have. Uh, we have had a knee replacement surgery. Um, uh, yeah, so people who get a new knee, they uh, they typically in the hospital get uh, get the surgery. They get some checkups, uh, uh, like the nurses and the, and the doctor. They look at uh, how the wounds the wounds are doing after the surgery. Uh, but what is typically overlooked is uh, how we can be how we can get people uh, back on track after the surgery uh, and that holds for work of course but it also works for holds for other activities that they uh, that they do in daily uh, life uh, so what we are doing in this particular project is that uh, we have developed an, an app uh, and with this app we gave people uh, personal advice on how they can get back to work and how they can do other activities of daily living uh, after their surgery. Uh, and this advice is, is based on uh, on the Delphi study that we did, where we gathered uh, input from, uh, from, from experts, from, from surgeons, from physiotherapists, from occupational physicians. Uh, and we, uh, yeah, we, uh, and we really tried to make uh, the advice personal based on, on, on the stage of the rehabilitation where the people are in. Uh, we also have, uh, an, uh, an, 
an accelerometer that we uh, that we use, uh, so people can also get insight in in their activities over the day and over the week, and uh, and yeah, and really see how they're progressing uh, on that, and also we get uh, we give them input on that. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a nice app, and uh, and we're uh, we're now uh, recruiting participants for this study, and uh, and we hope to have uh, the data, yeah, probably somewhere next year. And and you said that it's the it's app, and is this app showing the tracking results, or is it only providing advice, or how is the the measurement part? It's doing both. So we're 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 measuring uh, with the accelerometer, wristwatch accelerometer. We, we're uh, we're measuring uh, activities, uh, yeah, actually mainly steps, and uh, and and yeah, the the the, the activities are uh, are depicted in the app, so people get an overview of how they're doing in terms of activities, uh, and we of course hope that uh, that they gradually increase their activities after the surgery. Uh, so on day one, they they may not do a lot, but uh, yeah, we ho- we follow them from for one year, and we hope that uh, that after the year, uh, people uh, uh, yeah are are more or less back to uh, where they were, or or maybe even uh, are better than uh, than where they were before the surgery, uh, and yeah, and we give people feedback on that uh, in the app, uh, so people can really. Uh, yeah, keep track on how they're doing and uh, and and use the feedback to uh, to keep on progressing. Uh, and so that's one bit of the app, and the other bit is is based on the advice that we uh, that we got from our, our experts, and that's really providing people with information on when to resume activities of daily living. So when can they best start walking again? Start cycling, which is very important for Dutch people. Uh, start, uh, uh, yeah, working, uh, all sorts of activities of daily life. Uh, so when can they do this and how can they do this? Uh, so for example, uh, talking about walking, uh, uh, people get advice to, uh, to use crutches in the beginning and then uh, later on, uh, uh, not using the crutches anymore. We have all sorts of videos in the app. That uh, that people can uh, can use for uh, yeah for when they want to resume those activities and uh, if they're interested in how to do so. Yeah, I- interesting. And and do you have already collected reference data? How does the trajectory of of daily steps go in the rehabilitation process? Yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. So yeah, I said already before that uh, that at the at after one year we hope that people are are back to their uh, their normal activities and uh, and then it's actually not so much the activities that they had before the surgery because of course they had a surgery for a reason they the people had a bad knee so they needed their need to be replaced so we actually want the activities to be uh, back to how they were before they even had the the knee issues um, and 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 this is also what we see in the literature that uh, that uh, after the surgery uh, activities uh, typically improve for in yeah of course over the over the board uh, there's uh, individual uh, participant variation in that but over the board people 
in, in improve their activities after the surgery uh, and they get uh, they get back to uh, to yeah to levels of activity that they that that they used to have uh, yeah be way before the surgery when they were uh, were doing uh, a lot better and and do you see in the reference data any special points you could think that of course it increases but it's probably not linear in the beginning when you're using crutches you probably less the pain probably goes in in some some stages so is there something special in the in the craft that you could you could say uh yeah i think uh so, so there's of course a lot of activities that matter to people uh so for some it's being able to uh to walk again uh for others it's uh, being able to cycle again uh for others it's being able to play with uh, with children or or gl- or their grandchildren again or going back to work or playing their their favorite sports again uh so it really depends on on what matters to the to the to the patients uh and and then uh yeah what we typically see is that uh at some point they they think oh i can do this again so oh i can now uh, uh play with my grandchildren again and then they start playing uh so yeah so what we typically see is indeed uh not so much a linear increase in the in the activities but more like a step so uh in the beginning they start walking again and then they start uh cycling again maybe and then start playing with their grandchildren again so it's yeah it's like stepwise increase of activities that we typically see this podcast is sponsored by fibion uh, my name is dr paul batman and i'd like to just say a few words about fibion um, i've used it a number of times on different projects that i've been involved in and find that it's incredibly reliable very valid and incredibly sturdy I love the graphics that come with it. It really is very clear and can easily see the active in and active periods as well. So I'd certainly recommend Fibion to anyone that's interested in finding out more about sedentary behaviour, particularly the concept of sitting and how we can possibly break it up with some really good, valid information. Fibion, from researchers to researchers. And is there some critical times where you can basically see kind of a typical bad rehabilitation process or a good one is there some time which is more critical than than others yeah well so i i think the the issue at the moment is that uh that we don't know that very well so uh uh like i said people uh get their surgery and they get uh, checkups through the hospital some people get uh get physiotherapy but that depends on uh, what sort of uh, insurance they they have in the netherlands i'm not sure how it is in other countries but at least in the netherlands uh getting physiotherapy is is really depending on what sort of insurance you have um uh and then uh yeah but but uh typically the the focus is is not so much on uh, on when can people start doing things again and how should they be doing things uh that is uh, really something that's uh, that's missing in uh, in the in the literature and also in in clinical practice uh, so yeah to to answer your question we actually don't really know what what the critical points are and and that's something we uh, we would like to uh, get a better grasp on in uh, in in this particular project and and have you looked 
also like walking about durations or kind of the distribution of steps within a day or do you look them only on a on a daily level yeah so the advice that we give people uh are that the, those advices are on on different uh on different levels so i i don't know exactly modalities by heart but i think it's something like being able to walk for half an hour and being able to walk for an hour with crutches, without crutches. Um, and then we have, yeah, really advices for all these different modalities. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we track the people, uh, on how they're doing on these modalities. And, uh, and once they, once they are able to do a certain activity well enough so once they are able to walk for half an hour with crutches then they move up to a a different step and then they get advice uh, on the next step so then they get rid of of the crutches or then they uh, maybe uh, do it for an hour instead of half an hour Um, and yeah so it's it's really uh, yeah like gradually trying to increase uh, the the level of uh, the, the duration so uh, from going from half an hour to an hour to even more and also the uh, yeah the the difficulty or the the intensity uh, if you like so doing it without without support oh sorry with support with the crutches or uh, with other supports we also advise people to uh, to uh, not go alone in the beginning but Go with someone else uh, when they're working on the street, uh, and then going, yeah, gradually increasing that to uh, to eventually being able to to do it without support. And basically, now you're using a wristwatch and accelerometer to mainly count steps. Do you do you see that, for example, Taiwan accelerometer would give more interesting data? What could be the variables that could be meaningful for the rehabilitation process in knee replacement or any other condition yeah i think i think having other uh, uh yeah having other uh, uh ways to capture uh, physical activity beyond only steps is is of course very important uh yeah like i said our our uh advices are mainly targeted to the duration uh, and also uh, the yeah the the difficulty or, or the intensity if you like uh, frequency is also an important uh, an important issue so how how often do you walk or how often do you uh, do play sports again or uh, do household uh, activities or or whatever uh, and yeah being able to to capture those different uh, modalities so the duration the intensity and the frequency that that of course gives uh, a lot of extra detail a lot of extra insights um, beyond what we have uh, so far yeah and if, if i kind of try to think this through that you have a new knee and and there's a lot of things a lot of things are painful after the surgery and then if you can measure the accelerations of the thigh, so basically faster the thigh is moving, probably we can assume that there's a larger forces on the knee, at least on, on average, and that's probably larger forces result in larger 
pain in many, many, many cases. So do you think there would be kind of, we could see that people have much smaller accelerations in the beginning and then the accelerations of the tie increase when the tissues kind of have, have recovered from the surgery or what would be your, your guess? Well, we, tr- we try to make our, uh, our advice, uh, time dependent and not so much pain dependent. So we try, yeah, of course, a, 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 an important, uh, 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 important is that, that the wound is, is healed properly and uh, that there isn't, uh, any, uh, damage possible by doing certain activities. Uh, but other than that, we advise people not to focus too much on the pain, but more on when they can do certain activities and how they can do that. Uh, so yeah, we're hoping that, uh, that, uh, that the pain doesn't play a, 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 a big role in the, in the recovery, but that's something we should, uh, uh, yeah, we should look at, um, uh, when, when we have the data. Uh, but I, yeah, I think in general, you, you're, you're probably right that, uh, that, that, yeah, people, when they gradually increase their activities, that, that ca- could be captured in the, in the forces that we see on the knee. And that could be captured with, uh, accelerometers on the, on the lower, um, on the lower extremities. Uh, so you're talking, uh, biomechanics again, aren't you? And and you have chosen now the knee replacement surgery. There's also quite common is hip hip with the older people. What other kind of surgeries you see as as a good candidates for this kind of digital interventions where you where you measure something and give give advice? Yeah, well, I think I think uh, uh, the the yeah the methods that we are developing now with the advice and the algorithm behind it so that the advices are provided at stages in the rehabilitation where they matter the most to to participants i think those ideas uh, and the logistics uh, around the development of the app they can they can be applied in uh, in different uh, uh, other uh, 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 patient populations uh, people who get surgery, but maybe also people who, uh, who recover from, from, yeah, from other, uh, diseases or treatments or, or what have you. Uh, the, the idea is actually also not new because, uh, uh, the, the app that we had that we now have is actually a third version of the app. And the earlier versions were used on, uh, People who got a gynecological surgery, um, and a yeah, I wasn't involved in those projects, but uh, I'm now working on this project and uh, and, uh, and 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 trying it on the new uh, surgery patients. But uh, yeah, I can imagine that uh, that that it can be work for for actually a lot of patients. And and what are your future? plans with the app do you plan to release it open source do you maybe plan to make a, a spin-off company or what's what's your plan with the with the app yeah well there is actually a spin-off company uh i th- that's something uh that we uh that we have uh that, that so uh 
other people uh, used the uh, used the idea and uh, and developed uh, the spin-off company and they are now uh, trying to implement the uh, yeah the the app in uh, in in the uh, patients groups of which we already know that uh, that the apps work so uh, for the gynecological uh, surgery patients but also for the knee replacement surgery patients the the implementation is now taking place so, so that's what the spin-off company does, uh, really helping with the implementation, uh, because that's, uh, that's of course, uh, uh, always a difficult uh, thing. Uh, we as researchers can come up with all sorts of fancy ideas, but like really implementing it into clinical practice, that's, uh, that's a whole different story. So that's, uh, that's what the uh, uh, spin-off company is doing. Uh, and we as researchers, we're trying to, uh, improve the, uh, the, the, yeah, the, the app and the algorithms uh, behind it. So, yeah, like I said already, we're, we're having these advices and they're based on the stage in which the patient is. We have the, uh, the steps that we use in the advice. Uh, but yeah, of course that, that can be progressed. So we can, uh, like you said, maybe, uh, also use the accelerometers to, uh, to measure intensity and duration and frequency and then build that into the algorithms and, and into the app. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's, uh, that, those are new avenues that we can, uh, that we can go on. And, um, uh, of course, uh, testing it with, uh, with other patient populations. That's another thing. Yeah, it, it would be interesting to discuss this more, but I think you have a next meeting coming up. So I think it's a good time to wrap this up. Maybe we have another recording one day. Uh, but thanks, Peter. This was really interesting. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity Research Podcast. If you like the show, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on Twitter. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you found value in the show, we would really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever app you're using. Or if you would, in a real old school way, simply tell a friend about the show, it would be great help for us we have a fantastic lineup of guests for forthcoming episodes so be sure to tune in thank you all for your support and have a great day